Hello and welcome to a toast to rom-coms. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we're here to talk to you today about Penelope. Because it's a new year. So we're starting off with a new movie. New year, new year, new movie! I know. I don't know why we would ever do a movie we've already done. But, you know, stranger things have happened. Right? What? I said it's a new movie. Oh, okay. I don't know why we would do an old movie. We wouldn't. Hence a new movie. Yep. There you go. And because I know Allison's probably loving Christina Ricci right now. Absolutely. And I don't know why you're being so stubborn and not watching Wednesday. It's probably just to piss me off. (laughs) It's not to piss you off. I've just been having other things that I wanted to watch and listen. It's been a rough go. January has not been easy, guys. We are in week two, and I'm 2023. I'm done. I'm ready to call it. Let's move to 2024, people. Oh, no. Let's try again. But there's so many things I want to accomplish in 2023. Like what? I got places to go. The computer computer fan just stopped and got super quiet. It did get really quiet. Um, Yeah, I got places to go, things to eat, new experiences to be had. I don't want to wish away time, man. Okay. What if I die in 2024? Eek. You never know. You do never know, but that's a gloomy way to think about it. We've already had too many accidents and deaths in 2023. It's week two. Can we slow this shit down? I mean, that's not been like personal. It's just celebrities. I just want to share that so nobody thinks that our family's dying off. That's true. It just seems like it's weighing me down. I feel like it was happened last year, too. I don't remember. I don't remember anything past like six weeks ago. That was longer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I'm a little impressed with myself. Yes. <laughs> so, did we say what the movie was? Be- yeah, we just Penelope. Said, we just said Christina Ricci. No, I said Penelope. I totally said Penelope. Okay. Yes. We've talked about it a couple times. Um, I've watched it once. That's it? Yeah, that's, that's it. So, it was like watching a brand new movie to no me. No way. Yeah, I didn't remember a lot of it. This is like a comfort movie for me. So, I've seen it probably five or six times. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. It's really good. And it's fast. Like, it's not a long movie. Mm-mm. For some reason, I thought it was going to be over two hours long, and it's less than an hour and a half, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's a quick mover. They, yet they accomplish so much. They do. I mean, it's like two-thirds the way in, and they're bringing in major stars. And I'm like, wait, yeah. this person's in it? Wait, what? This yeah. person? It is a star-studded cast. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you about the cast? I would love to make that transition to the facts. To the facts. All right. Penelope came out in 2006. It was a good year. I liked the year 2006, personally. You remember it that well? It was a good year. It was. I turned 16. I got, like, my first boyfriend. Oh, okay. That makes more sense to I me, had then. my sweet 16 party. Mm-hmm. And it was my first party where it was a mix of boys and girls. Where was it? In our basement. <laughs> I don't remember that. And I remember I had a pinata. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah, it was great. So, do you, do, you, do you not remember your 2006? How old was I? I was 25. 
I was back at school or I just graduated. So for this you were second dancing. time, I was dancing. Yeah, I love dancing. And I either just started working my job or it was the summer before I started it for realsies okay. on my own because I graduated in the fall. Yeah. What a time. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Those just sounded like facts. <laughs> they were. Okay. They were. It was busy. Okay. It sounds busy. Yeah. I hope it was good. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right. So Penelope stars Christina Ricci, James McAvoy, Reese Witherspoon, Richard E. Grant, Catherine O'Hara, um, and Simon Woods. And Peter Dinklage is way down there. That's weird. And Nick Frost is in this? Yeah. And I never knew his name before this, but now I'll never forget it because it's so weird. Burn Gorman, he's like the bad guy from Game of Thrones who's like that bad crow who was in the... Oh. The, he's always a bad guy. And who was he in here? He was with the paper. He was the editor. Yes. And he had a weird American accent. Yeah. Probably because it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was just very surprising to see him. Um, oh, and Russell Brand was in this for a hot yeah. second. Yeah. It, yeah. Just like a really big cast. It was directed by Mark Polanski and written by Leslie Cavaney. And I think this was the first time Reese Witherspoon produced a movie. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I, re- I read that in the facts. There weren't many, but that was one of them. Speaking of Reese Witherspoon producing a movie, did you read or watch Where the Crawdads Sing? I read it. You lent me the book did to you, read. Did you like it? I can't remember. I liked it, but I did think it was slow at times. Yes, I did too. The movie is better than the book. Oh, no way! And I, that Reese Witherspoon produced that one. Okay. Well, that was on her... It, that was on her book club, so mm-hmm. that makes sense. I... It was, like, the first time I've ever thought the movie was better than the book because it moved way faster mm. in those slow parts. Like, I remember, like, her being in that holding sale for her trial being, like, forever. Mm-hmm. So... Right. But if you find the time... It's on Netflix, and it was very enjoyable. Well, maybe before I get to Wednesday, I'll watch Son of a bitch. <laughs> You're the worst. But I did watch. I told you my daughter is letting me pick movies because I picked one movie that she liked. I love that. And now I'm, like, movie guru. Okay. Um, so we watched Yesterday um, with Jennifer Garner and... Her daughter was Jenna Ortega, and I was like, oh, I bet Allison would like this just because she loves this girl right now. I do. So. Yes Day. Yes. Was it, that the one with Christian Slater or whatever? No, that's a superhero one. This one is about, like, a mom who went from, like, a super fun woman before kids to, like... <laughs> Down in the dumps. And so to give the kids something to look forward to, the parents decide to do a yes day, which is they have to say yes to anything that the kids want to do. That's dangerous. They set rules. Okay. They do set some ground rules for it. Yeah. So 
I may have shed a tear or two when she was talking about how that much of a towner she was. Oh all my days. god! So, but Marie. it was it was cute. That's you, good, you know. And she liked it, so I get to pick more movies. Good for you. I was just happy I was able to reverse psychology her into playing nailed it. Yep. All it took was for me to say, "I hate nailed it." I hate it so much. And she's like, let's watch Nailed It. And I was like, yes. <laughs> we all benefited from that. Yes. And then she saw me enjoying it. She's like, I want to watch something else. <laughs> it was too late. It was. It had already begun. Oh, shit. Uh, once you get started, you can't stop. Yeah. So to go with Penelope, we're drinking a Penelope. Ha, shocker. I was not expecting there to be a Penelope cocktail. But thank God there was. Right. Otherwise, we would have been stuck with something pig. Or, or I would have drank like four beers or something. I don't know why I said four. <laughs> because we always drink two. But for some reason, I was like, well, we always drink two cocktails. Beers are less alcohol. We have to drink more. <laughs> right. And just be bloated beyond belief. <laughs> um, the Penelope has triple sec orange juice, cranberry juice, Malibu coconut rum, um, peach tree schnapps, or just peach snaps and a dash of strawberry puree just a dash just a dash we pureed strawberries for this that's absolutely untrue we did not allison from our 12 days of candles and cocktails <laughs> had strawberry rhubarb puree so we used that if that hadn't have been a go we were just gonna put some jelly in it <laughs> like I'm not I'm pureeing. Not, I'm not pureeing, like, for two tablespoons of strawberries. No. That's we, ridiculous. We are... Economical. Real people using our time and resources efficiently. And money. Yes. Yes. So, Penelope, cheers. Penelope. Ooh, that's delightful. That's very nice. Wow. I was expecting to hate this, actually. I thought it was going to be way too sweet. Me too. But I think the orange juice kind of cuts through it. Do you know what I think makes a really big difference? The strawberry rhubarb? Yes! It really comes through in a great way. I wonder if it's because there's a little bit of rhubarb in that. Is that bitter at all? Like the rhubarb part of it? I didn't taste it by itself. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. I don't remember it being super sweet. We'll have to taste it when we go up for our second drink and get back. But something I realized, um, I think it was like this spring, because we had the fizzy, your daughter says fizzy waters, and that's all I say now. I don't say (laughs) seltzers or whatever, carb, I just say fizzy water. Yeah, fizzy water. I said it at work. I was like, oh, I got a fizzy water. And they were like, what? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I have sparkling water. <laughs> <laughs> like this girl. Yeah. Who hired her. Yeah. I only say fizzy water. So I, anyway, we had the watermelon lime fizzy waters. Mm-hmm. And if you put the Malibu coconut rum in there, delightful. No way. So freaking good. So now I'm a big Malibu rum per Like the coconut rum. Yeah. I it's do like really coconut rum. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was on that coconut kick with Christmas. That coconut martini that I had was really good. Uh, I told you, if you ever have root beer or Coke, you put the coconut Mm, rum in there mm -hmm. and it's delicious. So I'm going to... I don't even know how long I've had that giant jug of it. It's ginormous. And it's, it's like mostly gone. Where did it come from? 
It's been in the back of my liquor cabinet for at least five years. Well, it's coming in handy now. And apparently it did five years ago. (laughs) I don't remember why. Maybe you made a punch drink with it. Uh, Maybe somebody brought it to my house and left it there. That's probably more likely. (laughs) (laughs) But this is very good. I really like this. Yeah, I do as well. I think it's going to, it would be a good punch, Mm -hmm. like a big batch cocktail. I could easily down four. Yeah. Because they're also not super big. No. No. Yeah, this is quite good, but not super seasonal for the winter. Yeah. This is like poolside. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'm trying to think. Bernard made us a drink earlier that was also very good. Flying. That's all it was called. So weird. It was from one of your cocktail books, but mm-hmm. it, it was like the big cocktail book one. That is difference. Okay. It was, yeah, it was called Just Flying. Flying. I just can't get over that title. And it was kind of like a French 75, but it had Cointreau. It was very good. Yeah, it was nice. I would have that again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anywho. Anyway. Do you want to give us a summary? Oh, God. Every time I forget about it. You even had extra time just now. I I was so caught up because I lost my marker. I need to cross (laughs) off my talking points. This movie is about a girl born with a pig face. She's not really even a pig face. Just a pig snout. And ears. Which was a weird... But then it kind of goes away. But then it comes back. Yeah, but then it goes away again. <laughs> it's very, like, the pig's ears decide they when they go. come and go. So she, basic, she mostly had a pig snout because of a family curse. And the only way to break the curse was to... Be loved by one of her own kind. Yes, which they took to meant blue blood and she had to kiss them it was like a avant-garde kind of like a sleeping beauty snow white kind of situation and so it's basically penelope's kind of like finding herself coming of age movie but also trying to find love Mm -hmm. she tries to find love first then she finds herself and she oh look at you um yeah so I had a real hard time with this mom. Oh, I know. And it was sucked because I love Catherine O'Hara. So even when you're not taking notes, does she <laughs> suck this bad? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was the fucking worst. I still think the parents who sent their kids to gay conversion camp are worse. I agree. <laughs> From But I'm a cheerleader. But I'm a cheerleader. But this one might be second. Uh Yeah. We've never done a Cinderella story with Hillary Duff. No. That one's bad. But that's her stepmom. And that's true. Not her mom mom. Jennifer Coolidge, right? I know, I was gonna say that might be a topical one to do. I've never watched it. It's delightfully bad. Okay. That makes sense. I hear the, like, the one scene with the rain and the drought. It's like, people shit on it all the time, which, okay. I was making puke faces. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So, but it does suck. I do love Catherine O'Hara. I think she's great, mm-hmm. but uh, she's not very great in this. I wonder if she hated, like, playing her. I don't know. I mean, I know it's a fairy tale and it's not, like, a realistic, down and dirty kind of thing, but, you know kind of shitting on someone's looks for however many months that this took is... Listen. I will. (laughs) You too, listeners. (laughs) It is... This is my first unbelievable. I'm starting it off. I find it unbelievable that Penelope is so well-adjusted with a mother like Mm. Catherine O'Hara. You know, not once did I think that, but you're absolutely right. How did she become such a wonderful young woman? Kind, intelligent, well-rounded. Witty. Like you yes. I don't know why I said it like that. Yeah. No, it's okay. Witty. <laughs> no, she's amazing. And you're right. If someone's pooping on you, I would think you'd be bitter. And There's like a couple scenes where you see it. Mm-hmm. Like Penelope, like just upset with herself. But just a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. So I think that we have to like throw it out there. It's a curse and it worked. So you have to kind of suspend that unbelievability for the curse working because it's okay. a curse. Don't worry. I got so many more. I actually do too. Like I a think. lot. Which it's fun. It's like a fun fairy tale movie. Uh, Your turn. Is it wrong to think that the nose really isn't that bad? No, I didn't even. <laughs> I thought it wasn't like it was fine. I like not fine. at her like she's still really cute. I know. So if I saw her in public, I probably would have done a double take, but I wouldn't have like ran. Well, no. number one, you don't run from anybody, right? But like the and these guys like running and crashing through the window. I know it's com- supposed to like be comedic effect, but it's kind of like come on. She's still really cute. And she has all this other stuff going for her. Yes, that was one of my unbelievables. It's <coughs> men jumping out of the windows to get away from her nose. That's all it was, a nose. And I have to say, those windows must not have been replaced for a very long time because that glass, even before the first guy fell through it, should have been shatterproof. Yeah. Especially if it was by stairs mm-hmm. that's like a law almost it may be a law i'm not sure i have no idea and then we got our windows replaced at the old house we had that window in the middle of the yeah. stairs by that landing and they're like no this is this is not shatterproof right now that's not allowed this has to because safety mm-hmm. someone falls through it it's gonna be bad good to know yep i think it's your go or did I just compound on top? That we, doesn't matter. We both said men jumping out of a window. Mm. I just... And running. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. So it's your turn. The mom faked the death of her child. I had that too. What the fuck? Insane. And it brings us back around to how is this child so well adjusted? Yeah. And the dad was just like, okay, what is he doing? I mean, clearly he hates his life and like he has moments where he like almost breaks free and like, you know, he gets excited that Penelope gets out. Yeah. 
But then he never stands up for her or says anything. It's very strange. So just the fact that she fakes her death. Like, the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, like, you know, if they would have just brought her out in public, none of this would be happening. Nope. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. Like I said, like, maybe an occasional kid is like, she has a pig's nose or something like that pointing at her. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Everyone would be used to it. Yeah. It wouldn't be a big deal. Not at all. Acceptance. <laughs> um, I didn't know if this was unbelievable or not, but it sounded so ridiculous. I had to write it down. The nose not being able to be redone because of the carotid artery it. behind I- it or entwined with it. It was so bizarre. I was like, okay. I wrote that down too. I mean, and that's something that otherwise... We may have brought up, like, okay, just get a nose job. But she couldn't. Yeah. They were like, "Uh uh-uh. Yeah. That was why I was like, maybe she got an ear job. (laughs) Ear job. I don't know. (laughs) Hey, Reese Witherspoon brings it up later. Yeah. Yep. Edward, is that his name? The shithead? Yeah. Yeah. So he goes to the police to report a girl with a pig's nose? Like, why are you going to the police with this? The fact that he says she has fangs and, like, she attacked him, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. They could have pressed charges against him for slander. But then again, the mom did fake the death, and that should be illegal. She should go to jail for that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how in detail they went. Like, did they get a death certificate? Like, we need more information about that. We need them. more information about the faking of the death. Mm-hmm. But then, oh, I guess they all sign NDAs. Except for Edward, because they would have them send NDAs after, which makes no sense. No, you sign it before. Absolutely. Just counting on that poor butler to run fast. <laughs> His red tennies. <laughs> I don't have an unbelievability for a while. Uh, uh, yeah, I I agree. What's your next one? I don't have one until Max comes into the picture. Oh, mine's <coughs> after that, so go. Okay. Um, he's wearing a camera under his arm, right? Like a full-on, like, huge camera. It's like... It's like in the Goonies when the guy has inventions and they pop out. Like, that's what it reminded me of. I didn't make the connection, by the way, that he's the guy who won the Golden Globe. And I don't remember what it was for. Was it for everything all at once or something like that? But the kid... Oh, in the short, Goonies? And short... Well, who played Short Round. I don't, yeah. know, I don't remember his name from the Goonies. He just won a Golden Globe. Yeah, I didn't know that was him either, because yeah. he's an adult now. <laughs> I know. But then I heard him speak, and I was like, oh my god! He sounds exactly the same! Does he really? Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, His name is like Henry something. Harry something. Henry something. I threw my phone because it was making too much noise, so you have to help a sister out. Or his name is Kei Kwan. Or Henry. <laughs> What? You're a liar. I am not a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Nowhere close to Henry. There is an H in it. 
looks unrecognizable as he does. Henry <laughs> looks so unrecognizable. His name was Data in the Goonies. I, I never would have. No. I don't even remember anybody's name in the Goonies except for Sloth. And Chunk. <laughs> and Chunk. <laughs> I don't remember anybody else. I can name the cast. Andy. There was Andy oh, yes. was the girl and that's it. Yes. That's all I remember. The someone's name started with a B. Braun. Brad? No, Braun. Brom. <laughs> it was a weird B name. Look it up. It was Josh Brolin, right? Okay. We're gonna... Hey, if anybody goes to trivia where they ask about Goonies, you're set. Dad's name is not Henry something. (laughs) Brand. Brand. Brand, yeah. Yeah. What a stupid name. It is really bad. All right. Um... I don't even know. Oh, the camera. So him playing all those instruments with this camera under his arm. I. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. How many times do you think he went to see her? It seemed like it was like five or something like that. Um, did they bring it up once? Did they bring up like a time span? I don't know. I don't remember. I didn't write it down if they did. Okay, I could have swore I heard maybe like some weeks in okay. there, but I could be making it up. I would say that first time, right? The first time, and then at least five more because he played. She had to bring in the piano. They played chess. They played chess, right? The all oh. the other instruments with the band. Maybe it was just four times. I don't know. It's hard to tell. It is. But I think they wanted to make it seem like time passed. Yeah. They got to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. My next unbelievability is whenever she goes missing. I think mine is too. You don't have a single photograph of your daughter. Oh. I was like, you are terrible parents. Terrible parents. And did you see in the house when they're walking around, there's a recent portrait of just the parents on the wall. I didn't see that. I missed that. Yeah, because they look just like they do it in the movie. No Penelope on site, just the two of them. Like, she doesn't even fucking exist. Insane. These parents are terrible. Absolutely. Just awful. Unfortunately, no one called CYS on them because they thought she was dead. (laughs) Because they faked her death. (laughs) And the dad was just like, all right, cool, I'll do it. What? I finally figured out how I knew him. He is Cratchit in one of the Christmas carols. Is it the Patrick Stewart one? It's the Patrick Stewart one. Richard E. Grant is kind of a big, like, he's a big name. Yeah, but that's the role I know of in. <laughs> was he, he was he in Game of Thrones at all? Or was he Harry Potter? He was in Game of Thrones for one episode. Okay. I think it was season six. When Arya gets mixed up with that theater troupe. Okay. And he is in the theater troupe. 
Mm-hmm. And playing Ned and farting on the toilet. Great. Yep. Or whoever. He there was a lot of farting. Yeah. It was a memorable scene. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, my unbelievable ability when she goes away. The reporter suddenly gets a conscience and doesn't want to print Penelope's picture. I think it was because he saw her face and realized that she's not a monster. Mm, I don't know if it... Was it? Was that when Max comes in and he's like, she's not a sideshow or whatever he said? I didn't have a problem with that because I think it was... He saw her as a person, like, I don't know, she she was humanized somehow to him. Like, before it was almost, like, built up in his mind as, like, a, like a myth. Mm-hmm. And, I, I don't know, and she became real. He spent 25 years looking for validation, and he's just gonna, I'm good. She exists. We're done here. I don't think so. And he's going to want the no notoriety and the money for it. Like, that's going to sell papers. If he's not going to want to print it, he's going to get pressure from the newspaper boss to print it. So I don't think we're getting the full story there. Okay. Um, and he does rationalize it later sometime, I think, as to why he doesn't want to print it. Yeah, I think he does. When he's talking to Max. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he's talking to. It might, it's Max or Edward. Yeah. My next unbelievability, it, it, it kind of compounds on itself a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's whenever she's out in the world. Mm-hmm. They don't ask for a license at the hotel. Then they don't ask for a license for the beer. Mm-hmm. And then there's no question about what beer she wants. Draft. Can I have whatever beer's on tap? They had, like, six taps. And he was like, you can have this one. What is it? Is it a lager? Is it an IPA? Is it a stout? Is it a porter? I don't know. Whose beer was that supposed to be? You don't just pour a beer and, like, have one at the ready. Maybe it was for him. (laughs) Maybe he's like, I was going to drink this, but here you go, lady. (laughs) Furthermore... He slides it to her, and she just watches it crash to the floor. Even if you've never been in a bar, first of all, no one slides a drink to you. That just doesn't happen. But if someone were, you're just going to watch it crash to the floor. There's no kind of human instinct in you that is like, oh, glass shouldn't touch the ground like that, and you're going (laughs) to reach out and stop it? (laughs) Furthermore, when it hits the ground... The bartender's not like... Yeah, he just leaves it. He's not like, what the fuck? You didn't even catch it or try to catch it? What the fuck is wrong with you? He smiles at her. And said, just catch it this time. And then he leaves a glass on the floor. Yep. Not a hazard at all. Not a hazard. Oh, so weird. I know she's wearing a scarf all up on her face, and that's not normal, but still. And even more... (coughs) Unbelievable that she didn't get carded. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't put... Like, I, I feel like this was some sort of fictional place where this was happening. Mm-hmm. But I don't... Yeah. Like, I, I it, thought it was going to be Londonish. But then there was, like, a mix of accents. Right. 
but I believe it was shot in London. Okay. They this they did talk about it. Excuse me. In the facts, let me see if I can find it. I don't know how common carding is in the UK. I don't know. You're right. Because drinking at 18. Yeah. Yeah. Is it kind of just like, oh, fuck it. If they want one. Why not? And which is why I think they have like a better alcohol culture than we do. Absolutely. Um, The movie was filmed in the UK. Many of the actors who play American characters are actually British. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's supposed to be America then, you think? I just chalked it up to it being a fictional place. Okay. Fair. We'll go with it. Um, did you go? Yes, it was the carding. Oh, no, you went, you went with, like, the... You went with the catching it. Ah, same thing. All right, then you go. Because I think I'm almost done. I am as well. Mine goes after she gets hurt. Oh, yeah, mine too. Is it, like, all the press allowed in the hospital right outside where she's sleeping? I didn't even put that. Try to take pictures through a curtain. (laughs) That's amazing. I didn't even think of that. And, like, what kind of hospital room was that? It's a wall of windows. She's clearly not in the ICU. It was like a weird it was like um, like an amphitheater. Like I feel like a surgical like an amphitheater (laughs) has those kind of windows. I mean actually yeah or the ICU. (laughs) They always have like glass windows and pull the curtains and stuff. Yeah good call. I didn't even think of that. Alright I think I'm done. I have one more. Alright. So we find out Max is Johnny. Or Johnny is Max. Great twist. I went, I went, <gasps> did you really? Yeah. I, I didn't remember. Yeah. I didn't remember that either, actually. I was like, ah, yeah. Because I knew he was like a dirt poor guy. Um, so great. <sighs> loved him. But they show him at the lake or the river or whatever. He's sitting. He has fry boots on. Expensive those motherfuckers are. No, they're like three hundred dollars a pair. Fry boots. F R Y E. Oh, I might have a pair. Are they comfortable? Yes, actually. There you go. And they're kind of badass, like motorcycle boots. Okay. Um, the reason I don't wear them as much anymore is because they're brown. And you don't wear a lot of brown. I don't. Yeah. Fry company. I was in New York City once and they had like a sample sale and I was like, we need to go there. And we were on our way somewhere and I was like on the way back and then I never made it and I still remember it. (laughs) Oh, wow. On their website, they even, you can even buy pre-owned boots. Yeah. So you know it's expensive. Yeah. They're called pre-loved, by the way. Yep. Um, okay. So, but they, like, they have, like, a signature look. Like, you can tell. Yeah. When it's... So, he was wearing those underneath his jeans, and I was like, this guy 
would not be wearing this. He's not exactly as poor as he makes himself out to be. He would be wearing a well-worn pair of chucks. Yeah. 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 Or sketchers. Yes. <laughs> um, that's a great point. I like to really hone in on those really small details. I like it. Nitpick the shit out of that bitch. Also, I think it was unbelievable that her scarf stayed on so well. We, oh, yeah. We just did that picture upstairs mm-hmm. where I had the scarf. Check it out on Instagram at Toasty Romcoms. I wrapped a scarf around my face to take the drink and put the straw. It was not secure. And it's not like a surgical mask that we've all been wearing these days. Like, scarves hold the humidity of your breath in a little bit differently. Like, it gets all wet and weird. Yeah. Maybe the pig snout made it a little bit different. It had, like, a ledge to stand on? (laughs) Yes. Uh, (laughs) Did you find it jarring at the end of the movie whenever she had the real nose? No. Like... I, like, looked at the pig nose for so long, and I was like, oh, it's cute. And then she got her real nose, and I, like, missed the pig nose. I uh, I didn't, like I said, the pig nose wasn't bad. It really wasn't. And she didn't look like herself without it. Yeah! So imagine after 25 years, you suddenly have a real nose. Mm-hmm. Do you think it affected her sense of smell? I was just <laughs> gonna ask that. It had to have. Yeah. Especially with the enhanced blood flow under it. <laughs> with her artery. <laughs> yeah. Because where's the carotid? It goes through your neck, right? Except in Penelope, it went to her nose. <laughs> I wonder what her nosebleeds were like. It would have been the same because the carotid's not leaking. But... <laughs> <laughs> Anytime she got her nosebleed, it was directly from the carotid. <laughs> a doctor in the house. Oh, I love that. <sighs> okay. Obstacles to these guys being together. I got a lot to say. Ooh. For once. Let's go. Do you have anything you want to say? I w- I'm too interested in what you have to say right now. Listen, the first obstacle I wrote down with a huge star was Max's gambling addiction. <laughs> This isn't going to be a problem for them later in life. No, he kicked it. That's why he was moving. Listen, it's an addiction. There's always a possibility for relapse. Absolutely. I'm just saying. Do you think that he's going to get the dowry if they get married? Or do you think that's null and void since she has a regular nose? I think it's null and void since she has a regular nose. Okay. Okay. So we don't know if they're getting anything. Yeah. He's reformed. She changed him. True love conquers all. That's right. Because you can change a man. You can change anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I just want the listeners to know that you're shaking your head vigorously. No. I mean, maybe if he goes into like... A 12-step program. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, calls 1-800-GAMBLING or whatever, mm-hmm. like they always advertise. On the gambling? On the <laughs> Go Gambling commercials? Yeah. So helpful. Yeah. Um, And then, huge obstacle. I guess maybe not as much anymore, but it was an obstacle to them to getting together was the mom. Oh, huge obstacle. Mm-hmm. 
But, and I know he's a musician working as a janitor. And she's a teacher. So are they moving then to get away from the gambling den of whatever fictional city this is? Because she has a job. Like, I think there has to be some strategizing there as to where are they going to live. Away from the city. If they're going away from the city, can she still have a job there? How did she get her degree, by the way? Because I'm pretty sure online university was not a thing in that city. That's a great question. And I'd like to call it an unbelievability. (laughs) Okay. That's the first thing I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Where did she do her student teaching? Oh my gosh, yes. Where did she do her student teaching? Has that much time really passed? Right. Um, Yeah. I like that you brought up the mom and his gambling addiction. Because I was just gonna go with the standard like he's not a blue blood and he thought he's lying yeah right i had that too lying and going undercover and then what a twist lying about who he is yeah feeling bad about it he's a liar with a heart of gold and a thief with a heart of gold and a gambler with a heart of gold and just kind of really hot in a weird way in a weird way like you look at him and you're like he shouldn't be hot that hair is bad. Has James McAvoy ever looked as hot as he did in this movie? Viewers, listeners, you're not watching us, listeners, let us know. I don't think he has. What is the hottest role? I've never seen Atonement. I haven't either, but he's not as hot in there as he is. In... I've seen pictures, right. but I don't know. People do say like there's some hot scenes in there. Yeah, we need to know. Um, he's not as hot, like X-Men, he doesn't look that hot. Like he, he's good looking, but he doesn't look that great. Oh, he, oh, he was just a voice there. All right. Definitely not split. (laughs) That was my question. Um, yeah. He does a lot of voice work, which I didn't know. Hmm. So just, what do you think guys? Oh, he played Victor Frankenstein in 2015. In what Frankenstein reproduction? Victor Frankenstein is the name of it. (laughs) That's the name of it. Okay. Um, It was with Daniel Radcliffe. What? I may have watched this movie. I think I need to watch it because I love Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, he's very underrated. Maybe he's getting... The acknowledgement he needs now, but I do think he's a little bit underrated. And I feel very proud of Daniel Radcliffe from getting away from Harry Potter. Like Harry he was, Potter, yeah. he was able to get out there and do new roles. Absolutely. All right, I don't see anything in here that's leading me to believe he has a hotter role out there. Oh, Wanted. He was in that movie. Oh, he was hot in that. He was hot in that. Yeah. It was such a bad movie, though, that it I didn't was watch. so bad. I saw that in theaters with one of my friends whenever I was, like, I don't know, 15 or 16. I'm sorry you spent money on that. Me too. Well, it was mom and dad's money. Oh, okay. Well, that's, <laughs> that's Because fine. I don't know if I had a paying job when I saw it. Um... 
Yeah, he was really hot in that. It was really weird. Angelina Jolie. I just remember, like, the curving bullets going through everybody's heads at the very end. Yeah. That was dumb. He's very sweaty in this movie. I'm looking back at the pictures, and he's very sweaty. In, like, a hot way? Um, not all the time. <laughs> but he's a little built, too. Let me see. You can't blow it up that much because it gets fuzzy. <laughs> You showed me a postage stamp size picture. <laughs> oh yeah, he looks he looks he looks very good. Okay, I think we found a hotter role. We need side by sides. Uh, no, I think this is the hotter role. But I think he's like. Do you think that they? What did they put on themselves for this? Do you think they put like baby oil on themselves? Yeah. I would say some kind of oil. How stupid would you feel? This is why I could never be an actor. I can't hide. Who's doing it? Is he doing it to himself or is there like someone like... You know that there's a makeup person applying it. I mean, they have gloves on, right? Because otherwise, know. it would be weird if someone's palms are running baby oil all over your nipples. How do you not get a boner or something? How do you not get a boner when you're filming? I don't know. Because... Yeah, you're acting, but you're also, it's like physical touch, so you gotta get a boner. I know. Actors, email us. uh, I mean, it's a natural reaction, right? Right. Like, sometimes there's just friction. Yeah, like, touching it or it Mm -hmm. being rubbed up against, you're gonna get a boner. Or are they just thinking, like, of the, like, puppies dying when they're making out with, like, an act? But then they have to act, so they have to look like they're into it. I need more information. Maybe that's what the intimacy coaches are there for nowadays. Do they put something between them? Yes. There's something in between them now. Man, I need more information. All right. I'm sure it's out there. All right. I don't... I want it found for me. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to look for it yourself, but you want to know. Yeah. But... Hey... Anybody who knows, email us, toasteromcoms at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, Do you want a break for a second drink? Absolutely. We're back. I forgot to taste the rhubarb to see if it was tart. Oh, well, we'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) It's so far. And I got, it took me a long time to get comfortable. I'm not walking back up the stairs. I'm just not. Do you think him? No, don't bother him. He's under his blankie. He's so cozy. I don't comfy. care. He's right beside Big Murph. All right, for Big Murph's sake. So we got coffee. I like stopped at Walmart and I one day and I just picked up a couple bags of coffee. And the one, it's like organic, like Sumter's Hill, or I don't remember what it was, but it was expensive. And that shit clogged up our coffee machine and, like, clear brown water came out. Like, you know, coffee, it's not like it's cloudy. Ooh. But you can't see through it. Yeah. And, like, the grinds were, like, jello up top. It was very bizarre and disgusting. Oh. And I was pissed I paid $14 for that bag of coffee. I wish there was a way you could, like, take it back. I know. I'm sure stranger things have happened. So I would have, but I was like, oh, let's just try it again. Maybe it was a fluke. It was not a fluke. That is so weird. So Sumter's Hill or something. Don't get it, guys. It's no good. 
That's weird. I'm sorry. sorry. No, I uh, just wanted to give you a warning. Thanks. I'm You're... still rocking the K cups. Yeah. But my Keurig is on its last leg. Oh. Like, sometimes I have to... It's not important. I basically fight with it, like, every other morning. <laughs> That's all you have to know. And it makes me, like, really mad because everything's worse when you haven't had your coffee. It is. So I'm always like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Come on, man. <sighs> so. This is, like, your third one, isn't it? No, it's just my second. I had my first one for, like, six years. But this one's two? If that. Right. I, I remember this. It's shitty. Are you going to make the turn? Probably. Got to get whole bean. Yeah, I know. I have the grinder and stuff. Oh, okay. Because I used to do French press. Right. It's just so much work in the morning. French press is too much. It's really delicious, but it's mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. Our coffee is our coffee maker is a good one. Yeah, I was thinking about getting one like yours because, like, you do it the night before and then you set it on a timer and it yeah makes itself basically. Yeah. And then you'll have you'll have to get like a little cup carrier because you'll have so much coffee to take to work. You'll have to carry it with you. Mm. I don't even know if they make those. A travel mug. No, like you will have too much for a travel mug. You'll have to have like four travel mugs if you make a pot. <laughs> That's why you'll need like a little carrying case. Oh, like a thermos. Like an old school, like No, like what are like you talking about. Like like a six pack carrier, but for coffee. Oh. For, co- for like Yeti mugs. Okay. I got you. I feel like that would be very bad for a person. To have that much coffee in one day. I saw, so I was reading something about how caffeine's actually good for you, like a cup of coffee. Yeah. Or like a, a certain amount of caffeine's good for you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, great. I'm not doing too bad. It's one eight ounce cup of coffee a day. So that's actually what I have. Maybe mine's like more like a 12 ounce cup, but that's usually what I have. I drink half a pot or more I know. a day. I, I, you do what you need to do to survive. But sometimes I know, I know it's going to tip me, tip the anxiety scales. And I'm like, is this the one? Is this the one? And then it was like 35 minutes later. It's like, yep, that was the one. Sometimes at work, though, I like to have like an afternoon Red Bull. Mm. But Red Bull doesn't have as much caffeine as coffee. No way. I thought I have way more. I think it's like, it has like a lot of B vitamins in it. And I actually think like that helps. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's like a lot of taurine and shit in it. So I think it has, what is it? B vitamins and amino acids or some shit. I don't know. But it works. Nice. As long as you get the pick me up you need. Yeah. I don't know how you have a half a pot of coffee a day sometimes more and have a nap. Oh, I'm so burnt out by two. <laughs> On the other hand, if I have a cup of coffee afternoon, I can't sleep at night. Which is weird because I'll stop drinking coffee at 1030 and be fine at two. But if I drink at two, I can't go to sleep by 11. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's mental or if there's actually some kind of chemistry attached to it yeah 
You're right, though, because I if I have a cup of coffee, I can take a nap, at, like, by noon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes no sense. Mm-mm. Um, you watching anything? Um, besides Wednesday, because you're not watching that, because <laughs> you're a mean. I am watching third season of The Center right now. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Yeah, it's the first season where I don't like the suspect, which is kind of a bummer. But it's interesting. I guess you have to change it up somehow. The guy Chris Messina, who's in that, reminds me of Jordan Schlansky, Conan's. Yes, yes, he absolutely does. Sometimes it was hard to take him seriously because I just had this image of Jordan Schlansky in my head. That I was wondering why he looks so familiar. And that's why. Yeah, Mm -hmm. great call, Mm -hmm. great call. I just, I think Matt Bomber, Boomer? Bomer? Bomer, whatever. I think he's so hot. He's really hot. I know, so I don't want to hate him, but I kind of do, so... That's fine. He almost looks a little bit like Henry Cavill. Absolutely, he does. Like the facial structure. Mm-hmm. He had the curly hair, blue mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've watched anything. I think I've just been reading. Good for you. Thanks. Somehow I feel disappointed in myself. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh... <clears throat> Is it totally silent when you read, or do you have music or the TV on? It's totally silent. Yeah. I mean, sometimes James is watching, like, video game stuff, but that's so easy to tune out. Really? That doesn't enthrall you? It's so weird. No, it doesn't. No, just, like, some comfort house hunters, and I watched My Bloody Valentine, I told you about that. Yeah. That's literally it. I just did start watching Amsterdam yesterday, but it just didn't work out for well, a multitude of reasons. I also heard that it's slow. I think we got 20 minutes into it, and then I had to stop. We had to stop a couple different times, so I want to start it over again. Okay. But I did get the impression, like... But it's also quick dialogue Mm. so like i was fucking around on my phone and you can't do that can't do it yeah yeah so that'll be that'll be another try um we did watch the menu with ray fines and anna tanya joy taylor joy something like that yeah so that was interesting and that's about it we're gonna start severance I don't know that. That's the one with Adam Scott. It's an Apple TV one. Okay. Supposed to be pretty wild. Okay. So keep you posted on that. That'd be good. Like, it's kind of ringing a bell, but... That's why he was at the Golden Globes or whatever award, whatever, wearing his blue Colonel Sanders suit. (laughs) So weird. And, like, his sultry stare, too, was... Who picked that? I don't know. Do you think he has a stylist? He doesn't strike me as someone who would. I don't think he has a stylist. So he needs one. <laughs> is what I'm taking away from this. Because I have to say, I would almost say at the Golden Globes, the men were better dressed than the women. Minus yeah. the couple, minus Adam Scott and the guys who had like big flowers sticking out. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I thought you were going to say, there was a guy who wore, like, a flowy suit. Oh, no, that doesn't... I liked that one. The only one I wasn't too keen on, I think it was... I hated Eddie Redmayne. Donald Glover. Oh, because it was, like, kimono style. I didn't like... He was wearing a black jacket over the white. It, it was, like, too many jackets. So he was wearing, like, a kimono style short robe with a tux jacket over it. And I agree with you. I'm just trying to set the mood for the listeners. Go so go one way or the other. Yeah. Not both. Yeah. So. I think Donald Glover's really hot, though. Oh, same. But it wasn't a good look. Mm-mm. So, yeah. Yeah, the flowers were weird. And FYI. <sighs> very sex in the city. If... You haven't watched White Lotus, and you get a chance to watch Jennifer Coolidge's acceptance speech, don't, because she spoils it. Whenever he told me that, I <laughs> was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? But also, she is her White Lotus character. Like, that seals it. I I was like, the caption was like, I just want to listen to Jennifer Coolidge talk about her life all day. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll listen. And I was like, uh, oh. Spoiled. <laughs> so. You should still watch White Lotus. I I think I will. Yeah. I think I will for sure. It's so wild to me that the guy who wrote it or made it is Ned Schneebly from uh, School of Rock. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, he has a very distinctive face. Yes. And he was Is he in, in it, too? Or no? no? He just wrote it. Mm-hmm. That's funny. It's just like the creativity you don't know is behind people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I wonder. Oh. A train of thought makes no sense. Doesn't matter. I thought it was very funny that in Wednesday, Christina Ricci is a horticulturist. And in Penelope, she's a horticulturist too. Do you think that's a coincidence or do you think they I don't that? know. I was going to ask you the same thing. What if maybe she really likes plants? I wish you would have emailed her before this. Because <laughs> she would have answered. No. I know the answer to that, actually. She does not like plants. Hmm? One of the facts is that Christina Ricci has stated that she has a specific phobia that is the fear of houseplants. <laughs> that she's had to play two roles now (laughs) where she's a horticulturist. Unless it's bullshit because it does sound like it might be but why would you make it up? Yeah. So yes. Maybe it's her attempt to get over her fear. Maybe. And is it working? Who knows? I love that Tyra Banks has an extreme fear of dolphins. So weird. How many times do you get? It just took one bad shoot. Yeah. And then you're done? Christina Ricci isn't afraid of all plants. It's actually just house plants. They are dirty if I have to touch one after already being repulsed by the fact that there is a plant indoors. It freaks me out. She would not want to come into my house. Nope, because you're dirty. I'm way dirtier for other reasons, let me tell you that. The house <laughs> plants are the cleanest things in my house. 
the the pants that I gave you today that were freshly laundered had Milly dog hair around the entire waistband. You can't. Like, you have a dog. It's impossible. And Minerva, too. Like, I'll pet Minerva, and it's just like a cloud of fur just gets blown away and rising. Yeah, and it's pretty gross. And then it's even worse when it gets in your eye. That's weird. Like, it stays with you. It's a little piece of her coming with you everywhere. (laughs) Uh. All right, so what's the point in this movie where you think Penelope started traveling with Max? Huh? I'm transitioning the chemistry. Traveling with Max? Yeah, you were carrying a piece of Minerva. Oh. It was a bad transition. (laughs) All right? All right. I tried, though. All right. I, we've watched so many rom-coms. Mm-hmm. It's true. Over 150, I think. I was so struck by how sucked into them I was within, like, three minutes of screen time with them. And even with a wall between them. I think it's the playfulness and the dialogue between them. It, it, like, this movie isn't, like, an Academy Award winning movie. Sure. But... Sometimes in Academy Award winning movies, like you can't get behind no the love and the chem like it was just so weird to me, like that this movie, like their chemistry was so good. Mm-hmm. Did you agree? Oh, I completely agreed with it. Yeah. The way that they're watching each other through the mirror, even though they can't see each other. Like Well, you- she can see him. You could see like, he felt connected with her while he was playing those instruments. Just the way he was looking, trying to see her. And, like, he makes her laugh. And the whole... I liked their meat cute of stealing the book. Yeah. And he picked the cheapest one. But then he... But he also picked the one that he found something out about her. And that's how they kind of made their connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just the fact that he had fucked up the camera so he fell to the ground to fix it and then he didn't realize why everyone I don't think he would have ran anyway again she's cute with the nose yeah I love her little oh like cottage core way of dressing mm-hmm. yeah I do too I don't know I, I, I would like to say he wouldn't have ran but I think he would have just cause you don't think? No. I don't think you would have made the connection that they did. I think they needed the conversation. But then, whenever he did see her nose, she was the one that ran. Mm-hmm. And he tried to stop her. But I think he tried to stop her because he wanted to explain that he wouldn't be able to help her. Right. Because that's, that's all what it came down to. That he was trying to... He didn't want to marry her or be with her because he couldn't break the curse. Right. Right. Which you don't realize until like 10 minutes before the movie's over. Right. Yeah. I, and I think it it's Tyrion, right? Who brings that to light. I love that you use Tyrion. That's his name. <laughs> 
I forgot that Peter Dinklage was in this. So I was pleasantly surprised when I saw him. I like him so much. Me too. Uh, and I'm sure that's just like, the, you know, Tyrion coming out. But I hope he's cool in real life too. Me too. Terrible British accent though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> You're great, but terrible British accent. I believed it. <laughs> People. <laughs> 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 Real That's one of the best videos of you because you didn't yeah. realize. <laughs> yeah. <People. laughs> oh, that's a Game of Thrones throwback for everybody who doesn't understand what we're talking about. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah. And when he's talking about songwritings, I don't even understand my note, but I just know that I felt a connection when she finally came out. Yes. Like, he was talking, and she went used to, and it, like, clinked something in him. Yeah. Clicked? Clinked? I don't know. Clicked. Clicked. Yeah. So, I thought that was a great connection for them. I felt so much just watching her hand being on top of his hand when he was playing the piano. Whenever they they first met face to face. I liked that you could tell which hands were his and which hands were the piano playing double. Because the fingernails look nothing alike. I didn't notice that. That's a good call. Because he had little nubby fingernails. Yes. And then the piano player had more elegant, shall we say, like they just manicured. Yeah. It was fantastic. So I liked it when Edward insults Penelope and Max, like, gets upset and puts his hands on him. <laughs> and then Edward licked him. I know. It was so <laughs> funny because you have Max going, he licked me. And then you have Peter Dinklage being like, come on, man, don't lick people. <laughs> it was a great interaction all around. And you just know that he already has feelings with her for her at that point. Man, that Edward guy is such a douche. I can't stand him. I don't even know if he's been in anything else. I could see him being the bad guy in like every aughts rom-com. He was kind of reminiscent. I know it's not the same guy, but he was reminiscent of the bad guy love interest and what a girl wants. Mm, yeah. Just like a snotty British guy. Can you imagine how bad at sex he is? Like, can you, like, it, ugh. I don't even want to picture it. I know he's not his character, but I still don't want to think about him. Naked? Yes. Or thrusting? Oh, Why? <laughs> It'll make you feel uncomfortable. Just why? Simon Woods. What if he's in something that we really like him in? And he's, and we're like, oh my God, he's so hot. Yeah. I don't think that's true, but no. He was in Pride and Prejudice with Kira Knightley as Mr. Bingley. Never watched it. Yeah, and I'm not interested. I'm not like a... Not like a British period piece drama person. No. No, he's not bitten anything else we've seen. So. Good. <laughs> Let's keep it that way, <laughs> you dick. 
I loved the scene when they get together. At the end, her Penelope mask was an amazing mask. Mm-hmm. But I was also like, ooh, he's kissing and those eyes are just staring into his soul. No. No. I thought it was super hot. I didn't even think about it. And I love the symbolism that she was wearing the nose. And he didn't care. He didn't care because he loved her. Yeah. He looked like a good kisser. It was good. It was. Intense. Mm-hmm. She was into it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It wasn't like a Lindsay Lohan um, court over street kiss where you're <laughs> like, Ugh. They had to use weird lighting because they needed a body double. <laughs> For the kiss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, I will not touch these lips to that peasant. Go on over the street. Maybe without she, acting me. Maybe she had so much Botox that it hurt to kiss. I, I'm. I said it as a joke, but it coming out of my mouth, I was like, maybe <laughs> it could be. Um, I have to say, when they tried to keep him out of the house to lock him out, and he jumped over that gate, I felt it. I he like, wanted to go back. He wanted to explain to her. It's not her. It's not her. It's his. It's the it's situ- his commoner lineage. Mm-hmm. I love the twist that she had to accept herself. Well, and I think that's good. Like you have to learn that your fate has to do with you instead of looking outside of yourself. Yes. So that was important. Yeah, and it's a good message for girls. And men and everybody and people. And I don't know that if Max had anything to do with that change in her and how she liked herself. I think that had to do more with her getting outside in the world and away from her terrible fucking mother. Yeah, and like friends who liked her. Yes. But I did like that Penelope had a positive influence on Max with the stop gambling and going out and getting a job trying to do music again. So I I think that was good. It showed growth. It showed how the depth of their connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked Edgy Reese Witherspoon. <clears throat> Edgy Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> because she had like two braids in and drove a fastball with wings. She, she had smoky eyeliner. She did. You're right. Like a choppy hairstyle. Um... I'm I'm still talking about chemistry. You're rushing me. I'm sorry. I'm done with chemistry. (laughs) I just wanted to say that him coming to talk to her about how she inspired him. Remember, he interrupted them at the opera or whatever it was. And then he confronted Edward in the bathroom. Yeah. And Edward talked him out of telling the truth because he didn't want to hurt Penelope. Such a douchebag. Edward's the worst no he's not he's the second worst the mother's the worst the mother's the worst whenever her nose goes back to normal and she says how about a little turn up right here i was like oh "Oh my god i knew she was irredeemable when she yelled you're just a talking pig to these people i was like you need to die Mm -hmm. and i love that the town witch, because everybody has a town witch. Absolutely everyone. I thought that was so funny when they said, the town witch's daughter. Like, there's a town witch? 
<laughs> I'm still trying to locate this townships. Oh, what if it's you? <laughs> it could be. You never know. You never know. Um, if you find that person, let me know. I have to throw like rose petals on the air and maybe they'll find their way to like, what was his name in Midnight Margaritas? <laughs> Adrian. All I keep thinking is Adrian Smed, but I know that's the guy in Greece too. <laughs> I'm Adrian. thinking Adrian Brody. Okay, so like. we're both real wrong. I don't have my phone. I left it upstairs because it was loud. And I just thought and Andy Garcia, but that's that's also no, not right. <laughs> Andy Dick. Oh, no. also wrong. Yep. So next time I throw rose petals in the air, we'll see if they float. And if they do, I'm the witch. Okay. Great. <laughs> I really like that. There. Uh, I think I'm done with chemistry. I think I am done too now. I do want to say one thing about the dad. Okay. There was one time when he tried to stand up for Penelope. When he said, get her a puppy, prepare for the curse not being broken. And I think that was like the wisest thing that yeah. anybody could have. Like, why wasn't he, why didn't he say that, like, 10 years earlier? 20 How years How much earlier. interaction did he have with Penelope? Like, I think we saw them together once. Like, it seemed like the mom kind of just controlled everything. Which is weird because that wasn't her money, that wasn't her family. Like, it was, he was very railroaded, kind of. Yeah. Um, moment they fell in love. I think I was trying to figure out the music. Yeah, because that spurred her to come out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was his, though. I think he may have realized it later once she ran out and he didn't want to hurt her. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, so I, I respectfully you, disagree. Do you think it was like all those times they were talking in the music? Mm-hmm. No. Um, are they gonna stay together? Yes, absolutely. I completely agree. Made for each other. He's even like coming with her on school field trips, which was weird, but fine. Yeah, that school thing doesn't seem very. That's not what I did. I'm not sending my kid there. <laughs> Even though I would want my child to be friends with the Stata Cling costume. Oh, girl. I loved her. It was such a cool costume. It was so good. What are your final thoughts here? Moment. How about a how about an iconic moment? Oh yeah, damn it. Which I don't have anyway. But I gotta say, it's the hot kiss. I was thinking the same thing. Where she's, she's wearing, wearing the, the mask. mask. That wasn't rehearsed. <laughs> she came after him. She wanted to confront him. He figured it out. Every Yep. It's definitely the hot kiss. Yeah, I think it is. Mm. You Do you think he's going to be cool with her, with her being a virgin? I think so. You never know. Maybe she's not. She is. I know. Okay. (laughs) I know. Okay.
Yeah, no, absolutely. I think he's fine with anything and everything about her. Except her mom. But she's silent now, so it's fine. I loved that twist. Yeah, it was great. And then the dad at the end, like, hugging her, being like, it's okay, and then, like, smiling. So thankful. Mm-hmm. All right. I gotta say, I liked the matchmaker and how she brought snacks to watch Penelope interact with everybody. Yeah, I liked that, too. <laughs> I wasn't sure at the beginning if she was a good person, but I think she was. Yes. The one time where I thought the mom did something loving was at the very beginning where she wouldn't let anybody eat bacon. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And I thought that was kind of cute, but that was her only uh, cuddly moment. That was, yeah, like, after she, Penelope gets the real nose, you kind of think that she's going to turn the corner, and then she makes it all about her. And then she mentions the nose job. And I just don't know how Penelope would ever talk to her again. Yeah. Probably because Penelope's a good person. I guess so. Like, she's going to take her mom's journey to being a good person on herself, but that's not really fair. No. So, Penelope's room was really cool. It was very cool. I guess since she never went outside, she had to have something. How? I just don't understand. No. She must have been on vitamin D or something. Unless they have a courtyard in the middle. Maybe. And that's how she went outside to get sunlight. Maybe. But even the windows in her room weren't windbag. Yeah. That was so weird. For sure. And again, you just hate the mom. Yeah. I think the dad needs to shoulder more blame, too. Yeah, because he did nothing and he's just as much Mm -hmm. a part of it. I loved her wedding dress. I didn't like the fur thing, the the um, stole that went with it. But whenever it came off, I thought that corset and the uh, skirt was very pretty. 100% agree it fit her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it as well. Again, agree with the first stole. Yeah. I just really, I just really have a hard time with how disgusting Edward thought she was. Because she wasn't. No. It's not like she farted as soon as she saw him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then anyone, of all the pictures she gave to Tyrion of those four, he picked that one. Not the one where she's smiling. The one where her like, she's a little flabbergasted. She's never been in a photo booth before. She doesn't know how to catch a beer that's going to fall off the counter, but she can figure out how to work a photo booth. I did love how she thought those men were running after her, but they were just jogging. I love that, too. Because it's true. Like, if you don't know. Yeah. And I liked her getting wasted on those five beers. (laughs) She just kept drinking them. And she did. She had five glasses, and she was on her sixth. I can't imagine that. Those were big beers. They were regular sized beers. Oh, I thought they were the 22 ounces. I thought they looked like pints. 
Agree to disagree. <laughs> no, he started the dishwasher. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Uh, martini glasses. Um, four point five out of five. I agree. I would have liked more screen time of them. That's Together. like my yeah. only. You want a hot sex scene? <laughs> uh. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just want more time. Yeah, you want to see them interact a little yeah. bit more. I agree with that. But it's it's a good movie. It's a good comfort movie. Mm-hmm. You could, it's a family, like, you could watch it. Quick. Yeah. Except for the suicide at the beginning. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's, like, the only bad thing is, like, a pregnant lady commits suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so skip the first three if you have young kids around the first yeah. three minutes. And then you'll be alright. Yeah. Good good call on that. No problem. No problem. Um, yeah. What are we gonna do next? Since Jennifer Coolidge is so topical, do you want to do that Cinderella story? Alright, Cinderella story. I forgot we talked about it already. Let's just roll with the Jennifer Coolidge train. Alright, Cinderella story. It'll be my first time. I spelled it Cindella. I couldn't remember if it was Cinder E-R or A-R. It is E-R. It is E-R. I misspell calendar every single fucking time. Because of the A-R at the end? Yes! Sucks. English language. It's a bitch. It's a miracle. It's horrible. Um, so please go on Toasty Romcoms. Check out all of the pics. On Instagram. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff on there. I've been slack in the last couple of weeks, though. We did a lot during Thanksgiving, or during Christmas. Christmas. Yes. It's a lot of posting. It's, like, not that hard, but it's still a little hard. It's a lot of work, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of great drinks on there. There's a lot of cool places around Pittsburgh, and elsewhere, if you are going somewhere, check it out. Um, there's good recipes on there and not so great ones, which we tell you about, too. Yeah, we like to preface it with a no or, or mm-hmm. yay or a nay. <laughs> Lately, if they're not good, I just don't even put the recipe in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's make a couple it, no one. recipe. Yeah. I think there's a couple where I've just been like, nope, not, not worth even going to do it. <laughs> Um, go to the website, www.toastromcoms.com. There are all the movies with little short blurbs and the drink pairing. And the drinks are on there with links to the recipes and if we liked it or not. Um, and what we thought about them. So you can check that out as well. Uh, email us, toastromcoms at gmail.com. Actors, do you get boners? Yeah, do you get boners during sex scenes? We need to know about that. And then... What do you do about it? Like, is it embarrassing? Is it expected? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. We need to know. And then, um, what's your... What what role do you think James McAvoy is the hottest in? Mm, yeah, that's a source of debate. I think it's the... I think it's the wanted. The wanted? Wanted? I think it's just wanted. Terrible movie. I gotta watch Glass and Split, and then I'll get back to you. 
thought you were serious. I haven't watched them. Split was very good. Yeah, I do want to watch. I feel like I need to watch, like, all of them. I watched Unbreakable at too young an age, so I think it was kind of lost on me, because I was like, this is boring. Oh, I really liked it. But I was, like, ten. Yeah. So I probably... Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to watch them. Okay. Um, Other than that, click those stars. Rate, review, subscribe, follow us. Let us know what you think. Leave comments. And we hope you enjoyed. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And remember to watch up, drink up, and cheers. cheers.